Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Off with Feel the Podcast. Happy Tuesday, co-host. Today, I want to start right in <laughs> and talk about emotional responses. You know, we talk a great deal about therapy on this podcast, its importance, the value of having someone licensed and trained and not just having all of your conversations with therapists you can drink with, with which is, of course are your friends, but you know, actually talking through things and talking through drama and trauma and, you know, issues that you've had in your past and your present so that you can have a better future. Therapy is important. You know, that's it. But how we respond to things in a lot of ways is our own doing. And this comes directly off the heels of a situation that I had at work this past week that really put me in a bad place. Um, Put me in a place that it's forcing me to do something that I need to do for myself, which is take some time off, take some time away. Um, But I I would rather it not be under this particular circumstance because I felt last week like I wasn't being supported and like I was being scapegoated in a way, or at least that was the attempt to scapegoat me for a situation that wasn't working out the way somebody wanted it to. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say this, that I pride myself on doing a good job. I'm passionate about my work product, even if I hate my fucking job. And I know I'm not the only person who's experienced disenchantment with what it is that they do. Even if you love what it is that you do or you have found some love for what it is you do. I... I I in a million years would have never have thought that I would be at the company that I'm at for as long as I've been doing what it is that I do. It wasn't in my my atmosphere of possibility or my realm of possibility, but it is what it is. And every job that I've had, I've tried to do the best that I could, you know, um, And I really feel like that effort was taken for granted last week. Um, And it frustrated me. It frustrated me to to no end. And I sulked a bit and I vented a lot. Um, But ultimately I decided you need to take some time off because you have it to take and you have a window of opportunity at the top of next month that affords you some time and you should take it. Now, whether you spend that time in your house or you decide to go see a friend or you decide to, you know, go somewhere by yourself, whatever it is you decide to do is your choice, but you should definitely take the time. And that's what I'm doing. Um, And to me, that's a healthy emotional response. The unhealthy emotional response would be to cuss people out, which I'm not that I'm not that person Um, or to try to explain and explain away and really, you know, get into the into some type of fight or battle with somebody. And it's not necessary. At the end of the day, the situation is going to be solved. I will say this to to my co-host, anybody who happens to be in a supervisory role, somebody who is a superior, somebody who manages people, especially if you are at the level where you have a title, VP, 
SVP, EVP, executive, whatever the case is. At the point you decide to make that executive decision, that senior managerial decision to get involved in something, stay involved. If you're going to meddle, which is what I call Um, which which is what I call the activity. You think you're going to make the situation better by getting involved. You're going to meddle, see it through. Don't get involved and then punt it back to little old me to, to solve it. My job, the crux of my job is building a relationship. I work in compliance. I need the people that I'm working with on a regular basis to feel like they can trust me, to feel like they can, they can, be open and honest with me because all of those things are important. At the end of the day, I want to help them win because if they're not winning, we as a company aren't winning. And I can't do that if my character is being undermined by senior management trying to make somebody happy, you know? And, you know, it really puts things in perspective. This last year has been difficult. Um, And it's crazy because I am literally doing the job that I said very early on in my career at this company that I wanted to do. You know, I was like, I can't wait to be in this role, in this position. Took me a while to get there. Um, I had a very non-traditional path to getting there, but I got there. And I got there and, you know, like all things, I knew it wasn't going to be perfect because I work for the company I work for, but having to be in this department through structural change, through a pandemic has been extremely taxing. And it's really made me realize, okay, there is elements of this job and the way that they handle certain things that have made you very comfortable, but not if it's at the cost of your emotional well-being, which is very important. Um, so I realized where I was going and decided to make a change. Um, I didn't spend any money, which is typically something that I would do. I realized that my emotional response to things, whether I am sad or feeling defeated or even really happy, is to spend. I'll tell you a story when I really realized this is what it was. Um, when my mom passed away, I, um, well, I'll start earlier than that. When I graduated from college, my grandfather bought me a vehicle. It wasn't the vehicle that I wanted, but his goal was to make sure that I was in something that was dependable, that was going to get me from A to B because I was in the process of looking for a job and the car that I had was not dependable. Long story, tell you later. Um, So he purchased me a vehicle the day of graduation. We literally went to the dealership that afternoon. He bought the car said and done, you know, just that simple. And he said to me, I know this isn't the car you want, but you can't be dependent on niggas to get you from where, from point A to point B. You know, you're going to have job interviews, you're going to have things that you need to do. And you need to have something that you trust that that's dependable. This is your opportunity. Hey, put aside the money that you would pay for a car note. And then when you get ready, you get in a better financial position. You bring this car, you trade it in, add that money that you've put aside, you got a decent down payment for what you want. Needless to say, I did not follow those instructions. But uh, on to the emotional response. I drove that car for several years. Uh, actually, 
13. Yeah, six years I drove that car. Yeah, no problem. Um, was the car I was driving when my mom passed away. I was home in Detroit, came back. It was January, middle of January. I went to open the door and the the handle snapped. And I <laughs> when I think about it now the handle snapping and it wasn't really the handle itself it's a spring and that spring is what allows the door to you know the handle to to open and close it was connected in that way it was an external spring something that definitely could have been replaced but the snapping of that spring is probably representative of my emotional state at that time you know um I'm not a big crier so I didn't cry a lot at the passing of my mother but there was obviously things going on that were pent up and when that handle snapped, I said, fuck it, I'm going to dealership this weekend, I'm buying a car. I called my dad, I was like, I hate this car, I can't do it anymore, I'm going to buy a new car. <laughs> I want something faster, I want something brighter, I want this, blah, 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 all of these things. And I left my house Saturday morning, went to a dealership that had a used vehicle that I had looked at that I was like, oh, I think I might like this. But of course, never buy anything sight unseen, always go look at it, go sit in it, drive it around, feel it, get to like, cause you're gonna be paying for it, you should really enjoy it. And got their dealership, did all that thing, you know, did all of those things, sat in the car, drove it. And the guy was like, you don't like this car, do you? And I was like, I don't. And I was depressed because I literally came there for that reason. I didn't come to look at anything else. I didn't come to see anything else. That was the car I decided on. It looked like it was reasonable in terms of my price range. I was like, this is what I'm going for. And I was on the phone with my dad and he was like, listen, you know, if you're gonna be paying for a car for the next 60 months, you know, or longer, you might as well get what you want, you know? And that's when I was introduced to leasing because I leased that vehicle. And I, I left with the car that I wanted after being at the dealership all day. It was like a full-time job. I was exhausted. Um, but I know now that that was an emotional response because I didn't have to buy that car. I could have left that dealership and drove down the street to any of the other 15 dealerships I passed on the way. Didn't have to buy a Kia. Um, could have gone anywhere else. As a matter of fact, my dad was like, why don't you just drive down to, to Ford? You know, you really been talking about this Ford Fusion, which I was really on Ford Fusion at the time. And, um, you know, he was like, you got options. You know, you can do, you know, what you want to do if you, at the point where you're buying it, you know? And, and that was the first realization that I had as an adult that I kind of spent money emotionally, you know? It's like, Oh, you know, I I think that's the first time I realized it. Now, obviously, if I go back in history, I think of other things like when I impulsively decided that I, I wanted a MacBook, you know. Now, on one end, it could have been I had had trash ass computers throughout college. And when my senior year came around, I had worked that summer and I was like, I'm just going to go buy what I want. So I went and bought a laptop. But when I replaced that laptop, I replaced that laptop because when I was in graduate school in the midst of the end of the the quarter and finals i accidentally poured water on my computer and it malfunctioned i couldn't get it fixed so i ended up buying something refurbished but to me i was being responsible because i bought a refurbished machine as opposed to a brand new machine love that machine it carried me through a long time then i decided another emotional response um 
after a long fought battle of getting my mom's um, social security benefits, I bought a new computer and went on a 10 day European trip. You know what I'm saying? Emotional response. So (laughs) I have realized that that's my thing. I spend money. And now that I am a homeowner and the responsibilities that come with a home, you know, um, furnishing this bitch. I mean, nobody ever told me, you know, the things that you don't have that you want or you think you need or would like to have like rugs and, and furniture. Like I don't have a couch, you know, those types of things cost money. And so I'm not in that position where I can just frivolously decide I'm going to buy a laptop or I'm going to buy an electronic or I'm going to buy a pair of shoes because I'm feeling some type of way. And whereas one could argue my emotional response is not necessarily one that is detrimental um, because I don't, I try not to, you know, some people will say, oh, you've had a rough day. You're going to have a drink. I opt not to. I like to keep, for me, I like to keep drinking as a choice and very casual and very purposeful. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm having a drink because I'm out with friends. I'm having a drink because I'm celebrating an event. I'm having a drink because people are coming over and we're drinking. But I have worked really, really hard knowing addiction, being able to see it, not me personally, but being able to see addiction within friends, within family, um, how dangerous that can be you know, and the effect of that. So, you know, my response is not me personally, not let me go have a cocktail or let me, let me light up a blunt. Like that's not my response. I don't judge people who use that as their response because I understand that for them spending money might be like, no, why would you do that? Like (laughs) you ain't even got no money. Why would you charge something you can't afford to pay for? You know, that's crazy. Um, But again, all of our emotional responses are different and it's just being cognizant of what they are and reining them in when you need to, you know, like instead of going off the rails, I was like, I'm just going to take a vacation. I'm going to get through this week. I'm going to get through next week. And then I'm going to go on vacation because one, I deserve it. Two, I need it. Um, And three, I got the time. You know what I'm saying? And there's no excuse. So whether I, like I said, whether I decide to sit here or go sit on a mountain by myself, whatever it is I decide to do, I can do because I got the time to do it and I should. Um, I was having a conversation with a with with a friend and they they had a they didn't have a physical altercation, but there was a road rage situation. And you know, their response was, oh, I need to calm down because I realized that in that moment I saw red, I went zero to sixty. And that could be bad for both myself and the other party involved. And so it's being able to recognize those things and being able to 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 stop yourself and put those fixes in. You know, a lot of times when people go to like, Alcohols Anonymous or or Narcotics Anonymous, there's this little creed that they recite. You know, I don't know it verbatim, but it's like you know, you know, give me the power to to accept the things to, to, you know, pretty much you're basically saying I need the power to, to understand that I can only control what I can control. And I need to accept the things that I can't control as they are and just leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? And they need that because a lot of times in those situations when you're dealing with addiction, that high 
is a response to an emotion that that person can't control. You know? You know, there are people who have shopping addictions. I don't think that my shopping is an addiction, but there are people who shop addictively. There are people who are having sex addictively. There are people who are, are smoking and drinking addictively. Um, and all of it is an emotional response to something that's going on that they can't control, you know? Even if fighting is an emotional response that people have, um, or being hostile in general, being being belligerent, being confrontational, being aggressive, are all emotional responses to to things that have gotten out of out of control for a particular person, and this is how they deal with that particular thing. And in the world that we live in, I think it's important to have this conversation because it's becoming increasingly dangerous to just move about the cabin as as black people, um, as 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 people of the LGBTQIA community. And so we don't ha- always have the luxury to respond to things the way that we would like to. And if your emotional response is one that could put you in harm's way, it's something you got to check. You know, it's something you got to rein in because it's not worth it at the end of the day. You know, I'm not, it's, it's not worth going into debt because I had a bad day or somebody pissed me off or I'm feeling down. And so the, the, the response to that is, oh, I'll just buy me something nice. And in that moment, it feels great because you got what you wanted, something you've been looking at, something you've been thinking about. But then after that moment has passed, you still haven't dealt with the issue that caused you to be in that emotional place. But now you got another problem, a debt. <laughs> that you can't afford, you know what I'm saying? Or or something else that you can't do because you opted to to do this thing. You know what I'm saying? If I decided I was gonna go and spend five hundred dollars because they the, the white folks pissed me off at work. Um then when I'm talking about vacation in June, it's like where that money gonna come from? Like you spent your vacation money already because you were having a tantrum. And so you know, your tantrum is spending money. So you had a tantrum, you wouldn't spend money. And now you're in a situation where you can't do something that you would like to do for yourself because of the way that you responded to something uh, that now has put you in a situation where you you didn't took you, you didn't took your vacation money because it was your emotional response money. It ain't worth all that. So, you know, I just, these are things that I think about. You know, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck am I going to podcast about today? And I was like, this is a very present thing in my space. And after having that conversation with a friend last night and them being in a similar space where their emotions got the best of them in a situation that that they couldn't control, you know what I'm saying? All they can control is how they responded to that particular situation. It was like, okay, well, this is what I need to talk about because other people are dealing with with this other people are finding ways to to uh to deal with whatever emotion that they're feeling and keep in mind this is a range of emotions i have spent money because i have been sad i have spent money because some some something or someone has pissed me off i have spent money because I'm excited about it. I, I tell you, I blew some money one time. I was at a foot action and I bought two pairs of Jordans at one time. You know what I'm saying? Like, who does that? Threw it on charge card because I just knew I had just done an interview for a position and I just felt very strongly that I was going to get 
to the next level, if not secure that job. And I was like, well, when I make this good money, (laughs) uh, this is going to take care of itself. You know what I'm saying? And I've made decisions like that preemptively. Oh, I know this rolling in, so I can just go ahead and handle this now. I know this is coming. I can have, you know, doing all of those things. They're emotional, emotional responses that I end up paying for. And so, again, being a homeowner has really... you know, turn that check light on. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been in situations where the, 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 the ends didn't meet. I've been in situations where I've been short the month and things needed to be done. I'm fortunate now where, you know, when certain situations come up, I did, I have secured, you know, money in little areas, little pockets. I can kind of shift things over. Cause like that state tax, that Georgia state tax hit me like a ton of bricks. I wasn't expecting that, but Even when I am, you know, and I'm in that position where I'm having to spend more money, the output is not measuring up to the input. I say, Lord, I thank you because I've been in situations where there's been a bill and ain't no money to cover that bill. You know what I'm saying? And so I am so grateful to be in a different place where I got a bill that I can cover, you know, and yeah, things might be tight for the rest of the month, but all my bills are paid. My mortgage is paid, my car note is paid, my insurance is paid, my utilities are paid, my credit card bills are paid. You know, I don't owe nobody. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm being here eating this uh this uh this chicken that I baked in cream of uh cream of chicken soup yesterday over some rice for the next couple of days. But you know, it's all good because um I'm in a better position. But I do realize that my my emotional response is to spend and I just don't have that luxury right now to just up and do things because I got to keep a roof over my head you know what I'm saying it it checked in with that job it was like because I was I was at that I was at the precipice of being like this some bullshit and I need to tell a couple of people why this is some bullshit um but I was like I got this mortgage to pay so you know that's not a good look and this is one bad situation um it doesn't dictate my ability to do my job it doesn't ruin my relationship with the other people that I have to service if the relationship is going to be strained between these couple of folks it's a drop in a bucket I'll deal with it it's uncomfortable I would not like it to be that way I would rather it be smooth especially when I feel like the confusion has very little to do with me because I'm not a decision maker but I'll get through it you know what I'm saying I'll bear and grin it and I'll bear and grin through it (laughs) so I can get to the next level. So this is just a reminder that you are not the only one. If, if emotional stress puts you in a situation where you feel that you need to spend, drink, smoke, fuck, fight, (laughs) whatever it is, um, know that you're not alone recognize that that's the issue and if you can rein it in especially if you if if you have any inkling that that particular response could be detrimental to you or someone else in some way you know um you know part of adulting and growing is realizing that life does not always follow the trajectory or plan that we we had in mind you know i i don't know anybody 
Well, I won't say that. I know a few people. But the majority, if I had to do a poll, <laughs> I would say a larger percentage percentage of people are doing doing things career-wise um particularly that they didn't anticipate you know if you would have asked them in their teens if you would have asked them early on in their college lives even after they graduate from college earlier early on in their their actual professional careers, they probably would have told you that they would be doing something different or they would be doing what they're doing in a different place. And you learn that you you have to be less emotional about those things because some of those things you can control and some of those things you can't control, you know? Um, I think that this experience that I had at work, the emotional response to it was the wake-up call that I needed. Um to really sit down and meditate and think and pray um, on what it is I think that I'm I'm supposed to be doing because this ain't it, you know what I'm saying? And I know I've said that before. This ain't it. What I'm doing right now ain't it. Taint it. (laughs) Um, But it's so easy to become comfortable because it's the job that's afforded me the opportunity to be sitting in my home, in my dining room, in front of my new MacBook Pro on a mic doing a podcast. You know, it's the job that allows me that. It's the job that has has allowed me to work from home throughout the pandemic. I've been working from home since like March 17th of last year. Um, it's the job that has afforded me the opportunity to feel some sense of security throughout the pandemic that a lot of people haven't felt or had. You know, I know people who have lost their jobs or have been furloughed, you know, or have had to make some substantial sacrifices because of what they do and how they used to do it and how it's changed, you know? So I am grateful for that. But grateful doesn't mean that you don't want different, that you don't want more, that you don't want better. And there's nothing wrong with wanting different more or better (laughs) we have that right it's just sometimes it requires some 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 grit from you and that's where I'm at I gotta get some grit you know I have to do something that I don't enjoy doing and that is resume writing and revamping and trying to make you know, this, this initial conversation, because that's what your resume is. Your resume, your cover letter is the initial conversation, trying to make the initial conversation attractive enough so that somebody reviewing it says, Hmm, I like to have a secondary conversation with that person, which is the interview. I feel very confident that once I get into the room, I can make shit shake. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't gotten every job that I've applied to who the fuck has, but, um, I do feel that I present well, I present myself well, I present what I know well, and and that goes a long way. And so it's, you know, interviewing is a skill, and the more you do it, the better, the more you do any skill, the more you practice, the better you become. So I'm in tennis drills at least once a week or once every other week to get better, you know? I've been playing 2.5 for the last 20 years you know it's it's time to move on it's time to move up people like why haven't you moved up because i ain't got no better you know what i'm saying like i fix certain things but overall you know the game is disjointed i got a coach because i need to bring all that shit together and so it's the same thing 
that I'm thinking about in life about bringing it all together. So my emotional response to last week, which was not a good week, not the entire week, but the latter part of the week is to spend some time with self to reevaluate where I am and where I want to go and what I want to do and what I can do um, and pushing that limit because it's time because there is more money to be made. There are um, more opportunities and experiences to have. Uh, And there's, you know, there's a possibility for me to open more doors for other people, but I can't do that if I'm just chilling where I'm at and that ain't cool. So here we are at the end of the this week's podcast. I just wanted to check in. I wanted to let people know that if you are a person who doesn't recognize what their emotional responses are or would like to change how they respond to things that bring about a certain emotion in them, you are not alone and it can be done. And, you know, figure out what it is, figure out the damage that it has done is doing or could potentially do and try to find a way to adjust that thing okay um continue to like to share to comment feedback give it to me let me know what you're thinking let me know how you're feeling let me know if i'm on the right track if there's something that you are curious about um and when i say curious about curious about how i think about a particular thing let me know um i'm open for it if there's something that you want to talk about and you think you have a unique point of view and you like hey I want to kick kick this on your show with your with you know with other co-hosts let me know I would love to do that um again I hope you guys have a beautiful week uh you still have time to change it <laughs> all right love y'all for real peace